Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. Every week we discuss all the big talking points in the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, the Premier League is back and it's like it's never been away. Arsenal pick up where they left off with a good win over West Ham. Newcastle go second with a comfortable win over Leicester. And there are also wins for Liverpool, Chelsea and United over the festive period. Well, we're back. Lots to get on with. So, let's talk football. Here we are. Premier League is back. Hi, everybody. Hope everyone Hello. had a nice Christmas. Yes, hope you all had a nice Christmas. Uh, we're just getting ready for a bit of New Year action. Uh, and just for public service announcement, we're recording this before the City-Leeds game, okay, on Wednesday. Yes, so, so if we don't mention them, that's why. That's why, okay. <laughs> We've not seen it because it hasn't happened yet, but it might have happened for you. Yes. So I could, congratulations I'm, I'm gonna to whoever. Prediction. I'm going to make a prediction. Go on, then. Go on. Let me get my crystal ball. Uh, Manchester City are going to win 3-1. Okay, now you just do a load of different ones, and you just cut in the one. Yeah, just cut in the right one. Just cut in the right one. <laughs> so here we are. Then we're back. Exciting. So we all started. Let's start where it started. Oh it no, don't start where it started. Gives no. you gives you an opportunity to have a chat no, about a team that I know you wanted to talk about for weeks now. Sake. No, we've got to. So lunchtime kickoff Boxing Day was Brentford Spurs, and Spurs I thought were very Spursy. Oh, don't use that It's been like it all season. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no, very Spursy. That is the ninth time in a row we have fallen behind in a game. That's not surprising. You're the second half team that is Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, we went through this. United were like this a few years, a couple of years ago. We are now the second half team that only seem to play for the second half of the second half. Yeah, getting later and later. (laughs) It's just just like... And then we probably should have won the damn game. We were the better and team for the last half hour. And <laughs> I don't get it. That would have been harsh on Brentford, though. Not really. You know, they, you when, know, they... when, you've, when you've been better, the best team for the best hour, the hour of the game. Yeah, but then they didn't kill us off, did they? That third goal would have done us in, but it, it never came. Would have. And it didn't look like coming. But they didn't deserve to lose the game. Yeah. If this was United, you'd be saying the same thing. So, shush. <laughs> so yeah, big Ivan Tony obviously got his point to prove. Wants to get himself back involved with England. Won't have done himself any harm. I thought his performance overall was very good. Yeah, yeah, we struggled to contain him. Yeah, but then we did have Tanganga, Dyer, and Longley. Poor old Japit Tanganga. Yeah. Well, you're missing Romero's not back yet. Romero's not back yet. Davis has come back with an injury, but played the last five or six minutes after Langley got that cut to his head, didn't he? Um, yeah. Going forward, we looked all right. We just, I, I don't know whether it's a ploy from Antonio Conte just to allow teams to come on to us. I think it might be, but it's it's not really working. Cause no, you're not it's a very frustrating thing to sit and watch because you're just well, like... You- you're just it's waiting for the first goal to go in. That's it. Defensively, you're not strong enough to absorb the pressure. No. no. We have always There's... been a team that has played better when we played on the front foot. Yeah, which is what you're getting forced into later on in games because you're 2-0 down all yeah. the time. But we have the quality to play on the front foot from the first minute. <laughs> yeah. Not for the last 20 minutes and then hoping is, we can pull it, it out of the fire. Yeah. 
It is surprising. I was surprised Perisic started, actually, considering that yeah, he went considering you know through. he just played nine days before. Fraser Forster no. selection, that went wrong. Cause, although they said he took a deflection the first goal, he still should save yeah. that. He still shouldn't pat it to the bloke right in front of him. He's just giving it to him. Yeah. There you go. Have a goal. Other than that, yeah. Frustrating return for Spurs. I think it would be frustrating for both teams, really, because... Yeah, Brentford would have Spurs for, thought they could yeah, have got something from it. Being yeah. 2-0 up for, at home, they'd have thought, OK, we're all right here. But then a Spurs performance, so neither team's really happy in this scenario, I don't think. Nope. And with the chasing pack closing in on us, we need to pull our finger out. Well, hopefully he won't be in fourth for much longer. <laughs> Uh, right, so that was that was our first game back, and it was a good game to get us going, end-to-end at times, and lots of goals. And then we had the, the afternoon session um, where Crystal Palace... I need to mention Crystal Palace. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, they've gone down to nine. Yeah, they've got lots of cards for Christmas. Yeah, plenty, yeah, plenty of cards this Christmas at Crystal Palace. Um, it was bizarre what I watched, to be honest. I mean, the Mitchell. I think Mitchell's unlucky because hmm. he it it kind of catches him with the follow through. Yeah, but he's still got his stuff. It's up. a bit yeah. exactly. It's a bit reckless. It's a bit. He's not in control of what he's doing. It's it's a foul, yeah. and it's a. He's he could have caused some real, real problems. Damage. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tompkins as a second yellow is Mitrovic clever? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a bit harsh. He feels the contact yellow. and he goes down. Yeah, exactly. That's so why I think the yellow's a bit... Uh, it's a bit like, okay. It's a free kick. Yeah. Is I don't know whether he'd had a few a se- before is it. Is it a second yellow card? Yeah. yeah. You know, unless he'd had a few fouls leading into it, maybe. Yeah. And that was last straw. Because um, I, I don't know, to be honest. But, yeah, no, it seemed soft to me. For, for, for a yellow card, it didn't look like yellow to me. No. But Fulham up to the dizzy heights of ninth. But Fulham, really, you know, they've had a strong season so far and they've come back... Yeah. I mean, no one's really changed their form, really, have they, coming out of... I mean, we'll get on with it a bit later, but... Fulham, yeah, played played well, did what they needed to against... I mean, they were already 1-0 up, obviously, when the first red card comes. Um, but the red card changes the complexion of the game yeah, completely. they still got to finish the job, though. Yeah, yeah, but they did they did what they needed to do, and they'll be delighted, really. Um, and this might be the season that Fulham managed to, to stay up. They just go yo, rather than yo-yo. Just yeah, yeah, going back down. <laughs> I'll be staying up for a bit. So no, uh, GG's in good games to Fulham. Um, Everton Wolves now. Everton, they oh. are in very much trouble. I tell you what, I there was four four games to choose from on the three o'clocks, and I chose this yep. one to watch because I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be a good game, and it was. Yeah, it was very very entertaining. Mina gets the early goal for Everton. That, you know, they need Everton just, I mean, well, feel like they're deep. in a bit of a free fall. They are in deep brown stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, you get the goal. They think, right, we're off. We're back up. We're at home. We're a goal up. And then it just, I don't know. They just, there was nothing from no, Everton. They just, just stopped. After that. Yeah. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing. And Wolves came back into the game. Oh, beautiful equaliser. Well, it was such a well-worked goal as well. Yeah, equalizer. it was. And then, um, obviously, both teams were going for it at the end. And then, yeah, it just happened to be that it went the other way for Wolves to yeah. get a last-minute win. You know, and Wolves themselves need wins. Mm. 
You know, they've been struggling for goals. But they look the more likely the last 20 yeah. minutes. You looked at Everton when they were going forward and they didn't have a clue what they were doing. No. And, and it's all very, very tight at that end of the table. I mean, it really is now. It's starting to condense up now with... Obviously, Wolves are now what they would term as upwardly mobile. <laughs> yes, for now. <laughs> for now. But the thing is, yeah. we're going to get a lot of that. I mean, what is it? The bottom seven. Um, so it's five points uh, between Leicester in 13th and Southampton yeah. in bottom. Yeah. So it's very, very close down <laughs> that end of the table. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Big Obviously, the new Wolves. manager bounce worked as well for Wolves. Yeah, absolutely. Taking over. But I think Frank Lampard may be getting a little bit nervous about his position. I was having a discussion about this with someone on Boxing Day. I was like, what do they do? Obviously, do they replace Frank with somebody else? If so, who? Yeah. But if they decide to stick with Frank, has he got the experience to get them out of this? As a, as well, a manager. Yeah. That is, that's the question, isn't it, really, at this point? It's, okay. it's what, can he, what can he do? Yeah, I mean, everybody needs to get experience one way or another, yeah. but he, he needs he needs something. I mean, last season, obviously, they they got out of it yeah. with Frank at the helm, so you know he he has a little bit of experience of getting them over the line. Um, but I really felt that Everton and the fans, and maybe you know, and even Frank himself at this point would have expected them to have made a step forward from last year. Yeah, they would they would expect to probably be sort of mid table ish. Yeah. Not sort um, of clinging, sort of onto the cliff before dropping into it. Yeah, yeah. And what I would say for Everton, he's obviously, uh, you know, Ben Godfrey. Only he's just coming back from his injury, isn't he? Yeah. Cody Connor, Cody Connor, Connor Cody. I always called him. You always called him Cody Connor. I always called him Cody Connor. I think he's a better name to be honest. <laughs> Connor Cody. I think obviously they were missing him. Yeah, because he couldn't play against his parent club. Yeah. Yeah, because he's only on loan. Um, so. There's, 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 you know, there's players to come back in. You know, they, um, have they got the money to spend in January? Probably not. Yeah, Calvert Lewin not being available again is yeah, it's, it's difficult. They I can't be, rely on. I would be very worried if I was an Everton fan because they've escaped this so many times over the last thirty years. Yeah, and I think this might be the one they don't. I will see. We shall see. Right, what else did we have? Uh, Boxing Day Entertainment. Newcastle with a very comfortable oh, yeah, win. They just swept Leicester aside, didn't they? Yeah, there was no danger at all, I think, for for Newcastle for that whole game right from the beginning. Chris Wood gets, you know, they get the early penalty. Um, well, they get two early goals, don't they? Yeah, Almiron gets his yeah. ninth of the season. Can't stop scoring at the minute, Almiron, even, even after a month off. Yeah. Comes yeah. back, straight back in the Again, goals. as you said. With Fulham, they just picked up where they left off. Newcastle, yep, no problem. Yeah. Just straight back on it and up to well, as of now, as of recording, second in the league. Yep. Looking good on it. I mean, you wouldn't put. I mean, they've they've got to be in the conversation, the top four almost. That you know that is they're going to be in there. But I mean, obviously, you don't know. It's still early days. I think. The confusion is, I think we've had the World Cup as a sign of a mid a mid season break, but we're not mid season at all, no, really. You we're know, not we're, only, not, we're not even halfway yet. No. We're not even halfway through the league season, so anything can really change. But um, it's been a solid start for Newcastle, and you'd really expect them to be able to step on from here and keep going and pushing. Eddie Howe, we've all talked about how great a job he's done. Yeah, 
And I expect that to continue. Mm, definitely, yeah. As for Leicester, Good. they were abject, I thought, Leicester. Yeah, there was nothing, again, you know, the comeback, a bit cold, not really on it. Um, Not got everyone back yet. No, obviously Madison was out, which was a big miss for them. Yeah, and Vardy only played the second half. Yeah, he came on for Dakar. But by, so, by then, you know, the damage was done. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they've got a bit of work to do at Leicester still. It'll be interesting to see if they're able to go out in January and strengthen the team, because they need to. Yeah. Because that's been their biggest problem, hasn't it, is that they weren't able in the summer to go out and spend... And it doesn't sound like they're going to the be team. able to do it again in January. So, yeah. It doesn't. No. doesn't. It could be And they have the prospect for Leicester. of losing... Madison, obviously Tielemans, there's a big question mark up, about it? him as well. You know, do yeah. they let him they go for in? nothing or do they cash in on him? Yeah. yeah. Plenty, Interesting times. Yeah. Plenty going on at Leicester. Um, Brighton, Southampton, again, Brighton have had a good start to the season and that continues after the break. Yeah. Um, 3-1 win over Southampton, who now find themselves... Bottom of the Premier League, yeah. Southampton. After changing their manager, yeah. Obviously, Nathan yeah. Jones in charge now. Got some work so, to um, do. I mean, yeah, I think... Well, the thing is, it's so tight down there. A couple of results either way, and yeah. things can change, can't they? But, again, Southampton just look, got... I think there's a few teams got caught cold coming back after the break. Yeah. Southampton and others that are really on them. the... Yeah. yeah. Do you see uh, Solly think, March's you know, those... goal? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, what a beautiful goal. Just cool. a sort of maybe 25 yards out, just curled it in the top corner. It was a beautiful strike. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Brighton, um, but Brighton yeah, up to seventh. Brighton up to seventh in that European conversation. Yeah, moment, but... for sure. Yeah. be interesting to see what happens with the likes of McAllister, though, in January, because I feel like there'll be a few suitors coming in after his performance at the World Cup. Yes. Definitely. Uh, I mean, he's been good all season, to be fair, for Brighton. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's put himself on the showcase. But then Brighton do the have Cup. this knack of if they lose somebody, they just go out and find somebody and replace them. No, it's very true. Yeah. It's it, it's true. They've done well. You know, you think, you know they lost Basuma, haven't they, over the summer? Um, and they brought Caicedo through. Yeah. He was with them last season, but, you know, they pushed him to the front and he's been brilliant. Yeah. So, you know, they've got they've got a bit of a thing is, thing is though, I mean it kind of reminds me of Southampton a few years ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Conveyor belt eventually catches up with you. Yes, which is where well, they are now really, Southampton. Yeah. You know, they've gone out and they, they went about it a different way in the summer, bringing in sort of younger players to try and you know, bringing them in for a low price and obviously trying to look to sell them on eventually. But they just haven't got that experience, Southampton. No. That, Absolutely, that's the difficulty with them. I think at the minute. No, they are they are struggling, Southampton, and it'll be interesting to see again if they go out in January and do business because I think a lot of clubs, especially that end of the table, will want to. Yes. Um, but no, another good win there, and then the five thirty kickoff, Aston Villa Liverpool. Yeah. Comfortable again for Liverpool, I think. For Liverpool, although Darwin Nunes had an absolute shocker again. Again, again, <laughs> again. Oh, he can't, he can't shoot. Man can't he hit can't a barn door at the minute, minute, can he? <laughs> no. Absolute in shambles. It's funny though, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I guess he's he's a scouser, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I was just watching the highlights, going, "Come on." 
Come on, you're clean for on goal. Where's it gonna go? Where's it gonna go? He's just going through this spell at the minute where it's just nothing's working. Yeah. Nothing's working. He just he's needs one making to come Timo. Off yeah, go in. He's making Timo Werner look look like a fifty goal a season here at the minute. <laughs> It is it is all going off for poor old Darwin Nunez, but you know I think in fairness to him, if we take out all the rivalries, in, in, in fair, you know he's getting himself there, and I think it's just about keeping his confidence in a place yeah. where he can keep going in there, and eventually something will yeah. hit him off a heel or hit him off the bomb, and it will go in and he'll be away. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but at the minute it's it's hard. And it's quite it's difficult. <laughs> but, but it's not costing. It's not costing Liverpool at the minute because you know they've got goals all over the place. And obviously with Salah in the team, and, and they have and they've got the addition. The man coming in, Mr. Gakpo. Mr. Gakpo had a good, good, solid, well, great World Cup, yeah. really. To um, be fair, this is what impresses me about Liverpool, but it also annoys the hell out of me that mm. they have so much forward planning. Yeah, I mean, you say that. You say that. I mean, this obviously they've kind of come in at this point for him, yeah. But he probably wasn't on their radar. Maybe not until but, the, at least the summer. But you think obviously that probably means the end for Mo Salah. I mean, there's rumours that he's probably well, going to no, go anyway. I'm I'm not sure about that because yeah. Gapo will play mainly from the left rather than the right mm. where Salah is. So Salah comes off the right. Um, Gakpo's more of a he'll come from the left side rather than the well, right side they did side. the same thing with Luis Diaz last season they had yep. the inkling that no, yeah. Sadio Mane was going to go and they got him in in January rather than waiting till the summer no, it is true but I mean Salah did Salah did sign a new deal didn't he yeah but that doesn't so, mean anything you know really Liverpool are going to get yeah. well no but I mean in terms of Liverpool's position it wasn't desperate for him no because you know they're in control of that situation. But obviously, they've got the funds there. Obviously, what it's what's it thirty million with add-ons? Yeah, that's an absolute bargain. No, it's good. It's good. It's a good bit of business. I think um, he'll do well. He's you know he's got he's big. He's strong. He's quick. Yeah. He showed in the World Cup. He's got a goal. You know he's got, got a, goal a goal in him. him. Yeah, it's very annoying. That's all it is. Um, but it is it is a, it is a bit of a changing of the guard. You can kind of see. It'll be interesting to see really how how that all works from January because obviously Luis Diaz has done nothing wrong, nope. and we'll expect to come in from that left. Um, Darwin Nunez will be the one under pressure really because Gapo could go through the middle yeah. for him. Um, but you know you got Firmino as well in there. Yeah, they, they... I think didn't Oxley Chamberlain play? He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then you've got young, um, young Carvalho as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like Carvalho. Very good player. So you know they've got options up there. Um, with their main man, but I think I still I still think if Salah goes, that's a big loss. It will be. Yeah, it will be a big loss too. And I I, I don't I, to be honest I don't see it I don't see him leaving Salah. Not just I yet, don't maybe, see it. but it's certainly they've certainly bought Gakpo in with not this year next year in mind yeah but we shall see we shall see and then we rounded off boxing day with arsenal west ham and arsenal cruising for the well, most cruising part. to in the second half <laughs> in the second half obviously the they go the goal down but uh, to be honest i thought arsenal were the better team throughout the game yeah yeah west ham were just looking to it on the break weren't they 
yeah they, they were pretty much in control they got the goal you know the, the penalty um but i always felt watching the game that arsenal were always going to come through it mm. yeah they were always creating chances they were always getting in behind you know it's just yeah. a question of when they put the passes together exactly you know it was it was their their young trio that got the goals for him as well yeah i mean in Ketia's goal is oh yeah i mean that that turn is amazingly good oh yeah, yeah. to turn his man nice. like that to make the space for the shot yeah obviously martinelli's one goalkeeper should do better i don't think he should be beaten that side no. but yeah oh good result for arsenal picked up where they left off Will Nketiah yeah. fill Gabriel Jesus' shoes, though? I'm not sure. I think they might Long go out term. and do some business as well. Well, they could do, but it's... The thing is, when you're doing this kind of business, it's it's looking at it as a whole, isn't it? Because, okay, Jesus might be missing for a few months. Yeah. You're thinking, right, we need to plug this gap. But what happens then when Jesus comes back and you've brought someone in yeah. and you've got too many people in your squad now because you've covered an injury? So I always find that... That's strange that he deal with that situation. Ketia does against a Manchester City, Liverpool, Manchester United, you know, a bigger, yeah. you know, it's all well and good turning up against West Ham. No disrespect to the West Ham, but it's all well and good turning up against a side like that. But you've got to turn up in the bigger games. Absolutely. And I think, you know, these are young, you've got to remember they're still very young players yeah. developing. Um, and those games are important in a title fight, yes, winning those, win you know, getting points in those can, games. Yeah. But yeah, they're sitting pretty with seven points clear at the top of the table at the minute. Um, yeah. Obviously before City play. Yeah, um, that's going to be a massive game between them in February. Oh, it really is. I'm really, I'm really intrigued because it's, it's, it's the real side. Obviously, we've seen Arsenal. They, you know, they've shows that they can beat. One, you know, they beat Liverpool. Yeah. So they've showed that they can do it. But I think the test between those two is going to be something, something I, to see. I still don't and it think. Could. I still don't think they go the distance, Arsenal. I still. It'll don't set. Think. Well, it'll yeah. set the momentum. It'll yeah. set the moment. Well, actually, it's just the only reason you don't think that is because you, you look at City and the machine yeah. that City have been over the last few years. You know, Harland um, is recharged. You know, He's had four weeks sitting on his sitting on his yeah. backside. He got a goal in the first ten minutes, didn't he, in the Carabao Cup yeah. last week? <laughs> so, he was ready to go. Yeah. And oh, yeah, it'll be interesting players, to see how that develops. Yeah, their bigger players didn't have that much to play at the World Cup. Obviously, De Bruyne was out in the group stage. Yeah. So, you know, you'd have thought Belgium would go further in the tournament. Than oh, these. yeah. And Ruben, Ruben Diaz as well came back in with Spain yeah. early. So they would, um, wouldn't have lost that much momentum, I don't think, City. But, yeah, it's going to be a cracking title race between now and the end of the season. It will be. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I think... I think if 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 Arsenal can win that game, it really puts down a marker, because yeah. it will put them clear yeah. in the race. As, you know, well, obviously there's a a month of football, six weeks maybe I think between now and when that game February. happens. Yeah, they, they yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot can change in that period. Mm -hmm. But if 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 things stay as they are, and you know they're five. Five points ish clear somewhere around that you know four or five points clear going into that game they win that it's a marker it's a sign of yeah we're actually here and it'll be a massive confidence boost to the players yeah but i think if, yeah. if city come away with that and close the point gap down to two yeah. or one point or maybe even at that point go in front of them yeah that might be the turning point yeah i agree that kind of goes we're not quite there yeah 
So it is a lot's going to hinge on that, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they've still got to play each other twice yeah, still. Yeah, they've still got to play each other point. again after that one. Yeah. Um, I don't think so it's too. Ne- you never I know. think there's like a month's gap between the two games as well, because obviously yeah. this one was postponed from back in sort of October time. Yeah. So, so it's it'll be the momentum setter, I think, that game, the title race. And we look obviously, there'll be ups and downs along the way, but yeah. yeah, very, very interesting. If Arsenal win it, then it really sets it up nicely, I think. But I think if City win, they might just fall off the back of that and lose a bit of confidence mm-hmm. that they could actually win it. Yeah. Uh, so that was your Boxing Day, exciting times. And then we come to Tuesday's football. Um, Chelsea Bournemouth got started there. Yeah. I thought Chelsea were very, very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, not too um, much to go home about that one. Yeah. No, I think the biggest the biggest talking point coming out of that game is Reese James oh, getting re injured. Yeah. Hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully. Yeah. He can come back and look okay. Yeah, once when he was when he was down and holding his leg, you were like, Oh no, not again. Yeah. But that it's happens to players though. Once they get injured once they have a major injury, you know, it does yeah, tend think... to happen more than once. Yeah, it's just making sure, I think, that you've got the strength around the rest. You know, it's about checking the strength of your other muscles mm. as well, isn't it, around it that support your main injury. Yeah. Um, but they're another side that will probably go out and spend some money in January, I would have thought, Chelsea. Yeah, I think so. They've been linked, haven't they, with players all over the place, I think. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the football manager approach they seem to have at <laughs> yeah. Chelsea at the minute. <laughs> Yeah. Throw enough out there, spend enough money, and something will happen. But no, comfortable win for Chelsea. I think they needed that as well. That you know they had a bit of rocky time, didn't they, before the break? Yeah. Um, and it would have so allowed Graham Potter to in. get his ideas across in that time with the players that were left behind. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of his major players would have still been around, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no good times uh, for Chelsea. And then the final game that we're going to cover today is uh, Manchester United and Nottingham Forest. Uh, again, I thought it was very comfortable. I thought Nottingham Forest was so poor. I mean, defensively, they were defensively, organisation yeah. is all over the place at Forest. That something they really need to. Yeah, I mean, they hadn't them. scored a goal away from home since what was it? They were saying August. in the commentary, August the something at four thirty yeah. something. Yeah, John Champion even gave us the time of the actual goal. <laughs> so I was the watching that game goal. with never, <laughs> never worrying whether Manchester United were conceding or not. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> They did get the ball in the back of the net, though. Yeah, yeah. Just before half-time, a bit of sloppiness in, in the way that we defended that. Um, it was offside, but a little bit of sloppiness. Uh, yeah, first, I mean, the first goal off the training pitch. Oh, yeah, like Teddy Sheringham. Lovely work goal. Corner. Yeah. yeah. Wonderfully done. Wonderfully finished from Marcus as well. Yeah. Very happy with that. Uh, the second goal I thought was really good as well. I think everyone's talking about Casemiro's tackle. And then Rashford getting the assist. Yeah. But I thought the best part of that goal for me was Bruno's ball down the line. Yeah. To play a straight ball like that and land it on the feet of a player. Mm-hmm. That close to the touchline. Because yeah. he, he kind of scooped it as well. He didn't... It wasn't like a boot. He yeah. kind of scooped it down there. It was going to be like 40-yard pass down the line. I thought that, that for me, was my favourite part of it. Obviously, I think, I think the keeper should do better with it from the finish yeah. from Martial. Yeah, you could kind of see he was going to his left, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was caught he yeah. was caught off balance because he went the other way, which is, you know, always send it back for where it came from, etc. Yeah. Which is good thought, but it wasn't in the corner, it wasn't away. He got a, he got a hand to it and I think he even Wayne Hennessy would be expecting him to do himself to do better with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He didn't disappoint with that. 
And then the final goal, Casemiro with beautiful read. He's been so good, Casemiro. Yeah. He's been so good. You know, the last, the last, like I don't know, maybe three months or so, since he got settled really into the team and got his fitness levels back up, he came into the United, played brilliant. You can see why you spent sixty million on him. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the World Cup, he had a great World Cup. Yeah. As well, and then he's come back in. And just it's just his reading. He's just his interceptions. Yeah. Like for the goal, the well. for Fred's goal. Like he was sprinting. Mm. I'm pretty sure he was running towards where the ball was going to be passed to before the player even passed it. Yeah. He reads the it game was, very well. He always he has like, done, yeah, to I'm, be fair, with Real Madrid. You know, there's yeah. a reason why he was that good in that team. Yeah, and they did so well. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, I'm glad we, we came up against Forrest with our, you know, at the minute, be, just because of the fact that we had Luke Shaw playing centre-back. I night. thought he did well. To be fair. I thought he did play well, but he didn't need to be... Do you know what he I mean? He wasn't tested, no. Yeah he, yeah, he didn't need to be brilliant. He was just solid in there, wasn't he? Because, yeah. you know, they looked. They probably looked at it and thought, if there's any game we can kind of get away with this, it's it's going to be this one. Yeah. Um, Maguire did come on, but there's been a spate of illness go throughout the squad, mm-hmm. so Lindelof's not been well. Even Donny van der Beek managed to get on. Yeah, I turned, and he it, played, I turned he it played over it. and I see Donny on the, okay. near the ball and I was like, what the hell are you doing on? Yeah, well, I think I think Ten Hag will give him his opportunities. Yeah. Obviously, he was injured for us. You know, he's he's been out a couple of months before the break. Yeah. So he always looks like oh, he's missing, he's missing, he's not here. But he was injured during that period, and he was just coming back um, before the break. Yeah. And I think he played the Carabao Cup game. Um, he didn't play very well in it, but obviously, <laughs> fit, well, fitness levels. To be honest, to be fair to him, he's fitness. You missed a couple of months. You're just out yeah. there trying to get a bit of fitness going. I thought he looked a bit sharp. He looked sharper um, in the game last night yeah. against Forrest. So I think overall, you can be happy that he's kind of back within the setup, um, and he'll get opportunities. But no, we looked we looked very, very good last night, but we didn't need to be brilliant. No, no. you it and I could have played against Forrest last night, and it probably would have been all right. Oh, mate, I don't know why you're disrespecting me so much. I, 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 I am actually good at this game. Um. So no, yeah, that is that's that's your Premier League game so far. Obviously, Leeds, as mentioned earlier, uh, we're recording this before the Leeds and City game, so um, we'll have all. I'm sure whatever happens in that, we'll change things again, especially down maybe at the bottom and the top of the table, both uh, both affected by that one. Uh, right then, so that is Premier League. Obviously, we can't go around the world just yet. Not just yet. Another couple of weeks and we'll happened. be around the world. Again. Yeah, obviously it's their winter breaks and stuff coming up. Um, but yeah, so let's have a look at this weekend's fixtures because Premier League is back and it's back in full force. Yep, we are back into the swing of it. So there are a couple of games on Friday this week. So West Ham and Brentford is at 7.45. Liverpool and Leicester is at 8 o'clock. Then on New Year's Eve, we start with Wolves against Manchester United. Manchester City take on Everton. Fulham take on Southampton. Bournemouth take on Crystal Palace. Newcastle take on Leeds before the 5.30 game, which could be a good one, this one. Brighton versus Arsenal. I've got to get up very early on New Year's Day as we take on Aston Villa at 2 o'clock before the 4.30 games to start the new year. Nottingham Forest versus Chelsea. Lots of good football to come, indeed. Right, so uh, thank you very much for listening today. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at Let's Football Pod at gmail.com. Let us know. 
know what's going on with your club and what you'd like us to talk about if anything you'd like our opinions on etc etc then do get in touch but for now we'll be back next week with all the fun and games uh from the new year fixtures so have a happy new, happy year, new everyone. year everyone and we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye.